Hi, this is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADcast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another JADcast. We are privileged to have in, as our interviewee today, a woman who, if you're looking for a really great role model, you have to look no further. As far as women reaching their potential and women on their journey to achievement of their destiny, Joy Cunningham's story is absolutely fascinating. Joy is the Senior Vice President and General Counsel and Corporate Secretary for Northwestern Memorial Hospital. And Joy's journey to this office is very, very interesting because she started as a nurse. She was a judge, and I think she's running again, actually, which we'll cover uh, during our discussion today. So uh, with that, I'd just like to say she's uh, left her position as a circuit court judge and then became... Uh, really the senior vice president and general counsel a fairly intense level of responsibility unpredictability of schedule and and a high profile position and a very challenging position but as she said in a recent uh, discussion opportunities like this don't come along often for women especially women of color so uh, here we have Miss Joy Cunningham Welcome, Joy. Good morning, and thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to have you here. You've taken a very non-traditional road to the Senior Vice President and General Counsel position at Northwestern Memorial Hospital. Tell us about that. Well, I have often heard that said, and, you know, during the time you are on a journey, you often don't recognize that it's a non-traditional path, and I would think that that's, that would certainly be true of myself as well. Before I, I came to the, uh, the general counsel's position at Northwestern, I was actually on the circuit court of Cook County. I was a circuit court judge hearing uh, civil jury trials, and um, I was approached to take the position at Northwestern Memorial, and it was a very very uh, difficult and in some respects gut-wrenching um, decision as to whether I was going to do this. But after putting all of the factors into the equation, I really decided that this would be a good career move for me. You know, to be uh, a senior vice president, corporate secretary, and general counsel of one of the nation's foremost academic medical centers is something that doesn't come along very often for women in for women in general and certainly women of color in particular so it really seemed almost as though i had an obligation to take this position i have been uh, a door opener in many ways unintentionally so but but a door opener nonetheless in many of my positions in the past over the years and this was a, was another one of those opportunities that i felt i really had to take the opportunity and see where it led. I, I can understand, but why would one leave being a judge? I mean, that's a pretty exciting opportunity, too. Well, that is true, and that's, I think that that was part of the, the, the agony of the decision because it was, it was very 
it was very difficult to make the decision to leave the bench at the trial court level that um, at which I sat at that time. And I would tell you that I think there are certainly more female judges and more female judges of color than there are general uh, general counsels and senior vice presidents in the position that I have. So although I didn't kind of, I, I didn't weigh it in those terms exactly, but that was certainly one of the, um, certainly one of the, the factors that I thought of. And when I was thinking about how do I do this, I thought, I, I spoke to a lot of people who who were wiser than I and people whose opinions I, I respect. And one of the people with whom I spoke is a very well-known um, attorney here in Chicago who said to me, you know, you have, you have had a very good career as a judge and you're very well respected. If in, in several years you decide you wanted to go back to the bench, there is nothing about being the senior VP and general counsel at Northwestern that would preclude that opportunity. In fact, it would enhance it. This is yet another stage in a very, he said, distinguished career, which at the time I certainly didn't think of my career as distinguished. But then I thought of it in those terms, and I thought, you know, nothing is forever. And it, this does not preclude my um, ability or opportunity to return to the bench at some future point, and that is, in fact, what I'm preparing to do. Excellent, and we'll talk a little bit about that, uh, your return to the bench uh, further on in the interview. Uh, describe an obstacle you overcame during your career. Well, I think that's pretty easy, <laughs> and I would have to say just overcoming the obstacle of being a woman. I know that it, we're women who are, who think about themselves in um, in successful career positions really. I think on one level understand that being a woman in many respects, in certain careers, if you excel and if you expect to be successful, it is an obstacle. But it's not something that is insurmountable. So I think um, being a woman in a profession that is essentially, and certainly less so, but during the years I started practicing as a lawyer, was increasingly dominated by men, and I started out in an, in an area that was also increasingly dominated by men. So I think it really required working a little harder, staying a little later, arriving a little earlier, doing a little extra, all of the things that you have to do to make yourself that much better than your male counterparts um, was something that I was prepared to do to achieve my goal and be successful. Is it enough to be to stay late and come early and so on? Uh, and and even if you do that, um, have you ever had? I know I have. I've had obstacles thrown in my path from where I least expect them that I had to overcome. Did you ever have anything interesting and different like that happen to you? Well, I think that throughout my career I've, I've had obstacles that have presented themselves in, as you say, in positions that you, or in places that you least expect. I once, you know, I'll just give you an example or an anecdote that really has nothing to do with anything, but I once applied for a job with a prestigious law firm here in town that was looking for um, someone to work in their medical malpractice group. And I was a young lawyer at that time. I had a nursing background. I had just completed a judicial clerkship. I had good academic credentials. All of the other things, all of the job 
the job specifications I felt that I had. But this law firm had not ever hired any any African Americans, any black people in their litigation group. And the partner who interviewed me was a young female partner. And I, and I never got called back for a second interview, although the interview went very well, and I had almost the exact um, credentials that the job specifications had. I later learned from a friend who uh, was a, a, an associate and also another friend who was a partner at that law firm that the, the young partner who interviewed me really thought I was excellent for the job, but she just did not want to take the risk she didn't want to go out on the limb of being the one to advance an African-American candidate in that law firm that had never had an African-American lawyer in that particular practice group. So it was an obstacle, and I just um, I looked elsewhere and eventually found something that was actually much more to my liking. Tune in next week for part two. You've been listening to a Jabcast. We hope this podcast helps you on your journey to achievement of your destiny. Remember to visit us at www.jadcommunications.com.